All right, welcome, 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 welcome to Uncle Legend's Corner. I'll be your host, Uncle Legend. And with me, as always, is my beautiful co-host, Call Girl 6, better known as Fox. Hey, y'all. I'm frustrated. Yeah. <laughs> frustrated already. Just start off frustrated. <laughs> is it lagging? Oh, okay. All right, yeah, um, what we got? So, uh, got a lot of feedback about the uh, back and forth. About Chris Rock and Will Smith, um, y'all can have that shit for real, y'all. Y'all can have it. Um, people don't drug it. People, everybody, people getting wild, disrespectful about it. That's the crazy thing. You got people on here saying stuff like, ah, "If you don't believe in," they just made it one of those like um, radioactive issues. The way they do it, like politics, mm-hmm. where it's like, if you vote for Trump, you're racist, and if you vote for Biden, you're whatever they say for Biden. You know what I mean? It's like, so. Um, they can't. It's like they keep going back and forth with that. We're just like, yo, we live in the middle. Like we literally live in the gray area. That's what people live at. And um, we sitting here talking about all like uh, absolutes. Like we dealing with absolutes. Right. You know what I mean? That's the crazy thing about it for me. So it's like, hey man, y'all want to handle it like that? That's fine. But um, I will not be a part of the disrespect mm-hmm. because. I might not agree with what Will Smith did, but I'll show you that I'm no better than that man. All the same, I think they say. I would even cheers. Cheers to a good podcast today. Cheers to a good podcast. That's right. Cheers. Because I will uh, slap fire out of one of you motherfuckers. <laughs> fire. All right, so um Bama hit me up. Um Bama hit me up. I guess that can go to the other one. So first we're gonna start off. Sean hit us up with uh racial blind spots. Okay. Explain. So racial blind spots is one of those racial? things. Or cultural blind spots. I'm saying okay. Ish, okay. racial and cultural blind spots. Um, they 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 run a close enough line parallel most of the time that it's about the same thing. So it'd be that thing where you know you have uh, an example like in a black community would be like a bunch of people sitting around kind of listening to music, doing this and that, da 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 da, and then the teacher come over with the yo 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 what's up da, 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 all this shit and it's like right. get your get your get your corny ass out of here right. Sat down somewhere. Yeah, sat down somewhere, something like that. Or you hear a bunch of young black young black kids sitting there, N-word this, N-word that, and then the white kid come over there, and it's like, my ninja. And then it's like, you know, now he getting river danced <laughs> on and shit like that because of a blind spot. Yeah. And we was just really talking about how those um, culture and racial blind spots, to me, they really come from just, it's just another thing of ignorance. Because people don't have enough, they want to be included in something without having enough respect or understanding about somebody's culture. I.e., it's like, I'm not going to walk up to a bunch of Hasidic Jews and be able to like, models all. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not just going to come up and say, and they're looking at me like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I think a lot of times people just don't, um, yeah, it, it just comes out to a, Respectful they don't have a culture. But I think that when you're talking about that, words and have a, that has a um, negative com- connotation to it, it's kind of why. It's not really respecting if it's something that's already negative to begin with. Yeah, but, but black people don't use it negative a lot of times. It's just kind of like when you sit there and you, um, you, like for instance, if you sitting around with your homegirls, you over here bitch this bitch, hey bitch, 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 and then I come over and I'm like, hey bitches, like you know what I mean? You're like, finna get slapped. Yeah, get na- now, now, yeah, yeah, <laughs> now, Smith. now people feeling some wild way or something. So I'm saying like that. That is an example of like a cultural. Just just a blind spot that we go with, right? Like, I don't know. If I don't know and I come over there and y'all bitch, 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 which happens when women talking. Oh, yeah. And they be up to like, bitch, oh, you fat bitch. Oh, this nigga, get your ass bald head, bitch, this and that. Let me come over there and say any of that. And then it's like, 
Mace's ass. Yeah, so it's kind of like I can talk about me and my people. Or even when you want to take it a little bit more intimate, I can talk about my brothers and my sisters, but you better not death. You better not come up in here think you're going to talk about anybody else besides your damn self because that's not going to happen. I just want to let y'all know that's for y'all because I talk shit about her brothers. But Whatever. I do it to their face. <laughs> I do it to their face. We we we, we going to shit talk right here. But it's yeah, one of the so things. Yeah, so kind of coming in and doing some stuff like that. That's kind of. So the best explanation happy. really that came down to me is like when somebody said it, when somebody said it and they was like, well, why can't I say the N-word or something like that? Why why this and why that? Or why I can't call a woman a bitch? Is she calling herself bitches? Why are people doing this and that? It's like, and the most articulate way a man said it was, me and my wife call each other baby. Mm-hmm. We call each other baby, and when we greet, we kiss each other on the mouth. <laughs> so it'd be real weird. Hmm. If a, it'd be real weird if a man, another man was to walk up to you and be like, hey, hey baby, and try and kiss you in the mouth. <laughs> it's like some hey, things, baby. some things like this shit ain't meant for you. You know what I'm saying? Like people can have relationships and bonds that don't include you. Mm-hmm. And I think, unfortunately, it's a large group of people. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. It's a large group of people who they, um, a large group of people who they they fall into this group where they feel so entitled to everything that they should be all encompassing. Like when we're gonna try this all inclusion, all everything, all people all inclusive stuff. It's like everybody, a lot of people have felt so privileged or so, um, you know what I mean? They they just feel like, oh well, it's something over here that I can't be a part of. Yeah. Why can't I be a part of it? It isn't fair. I should be able to be a part of everything. And it's like, or not. Mm-hmm. Like it's just some things you're not gonna be a part of. Do you think that has anything to do with, like, the system of control of certain ethnic groups or other groups? I don't know. You got to cook on that one a little bit. Let me yeah, know so always wanting to be a part of something, to be included in something, to do what? What's your goal at the end of the day? Not to just say what they're saying, but to have a kind of reign over what's being said, how it's being said, to direct it towards your own agenda. I think a lot of times it comes down to the fact that, like, whether people want to admit it or not, it's like the culture is usually pushed by minorities, especially black people. Like, just like hip hop culture, what's cool and stuff like that. Like, like, like the, the way to dress and all that stuff. Like, you got kids in Asia dressing the way kids in Brooklyn is dressing, mm-hmm. and they don't know nothing about Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So, I feel like, uh, especially with the black um, black community, we push the we push the narrative for what's cool and everything else. So it's like once that thing becomes cool, everybody wants to be cool. It's kind of like when you see one of these big TikTok um, influencers or something, they do a video. Some young black kid from wherever they do a video, it, it do good, and then another kid of another ethnicity, especially white, will come back behind them, do it better, better production, everything else. You know what I mean? Do it different, and then they'll get way more buzz. And stuff like that. Like the same thing with like the Kardashians and the, what they call them, boxer braids when they're talking about corn rolls and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. It's all about who's pushing the um, agenda and the narrative. Who's pushing the agenda and the narrative. So I feel as though what happens is like not so much can control things. It's that people feel like, one, they want to be part of something that's cool. And people just don't understand what it's like to not be included in something. For you to walk over and people be like, nah, you good, fam. Yeah. Like, go and pump your brain. You good, fam. This ain't for you. You know what I mean? Even if it, it, and you even get it with like some black people who, and we get into it like, you know, all all kinfolk ain't, I'm all skinfolk ain't kinfolk. Kinfolk. You know what I'm saying? You get into it where they come over and be like, hey, what's up? This and that. It's like, easy, Carlton. Easy. (laughs) Why don't you? It's unusual. Yo, ass right about this conversation. You know what I'm saying? So people just feel entitled. And I I really think that's what it comes to. And then when people feel entitled, when you feel entitled to something, you don't feel like working for something to be a part of something. It's kind of like when men, it's like when a man take you out on a date. Man take you out on a date and then he expect like, I'm getting some pussy tonight. Mm-hmm. It's happening. He feels entitled to it because 
but I took you out on a date. I feel entitled to it. That's not having a respect for doing the work to get the ass. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. just like, I'm entitled to this ass because I paid $200. Yeah. I paid you the same price that I would have paid this hoe down here. <laughs> so you're going to give me the same experience that she's going to give me with a little boyfriend and girlfriend experience with well, it. not. Yeah. Yeah. So... So and that and that and that just comes from entitlement. Like that's just an entitlement thing. Like you got men that's entitled. You got women who are entitled who feel like, oh well, I mess with you, I do this and that, or I gave you some ass. I'm entitled to your money. You should be paying my bills. And it's like, hmm. The one thing that I think is she was whacking is, and I could use this for you know our daughters. Um, so she's very well spoken, and you know. Going into different schools, it was very difficult for her once we moved to a different location. So she didn't fit in. So what you called Oreo, that would be. She went through like that kid, Cuddy, um, Lupe Fiasco era where it was like she was too black for the white kids, too white for the black. Right. So she didn't identify with those um, individuals at the last place that we were at. It was an urban environment, okay? Urban schools and everything. So, so when you come she, over with the, hey, guys, this and that, like, fuck wrong with you, fam? What's right, happening? Right. Like, what, what type of shit you on? And it, it really affected her because that was kind of like the worst year or half a year of her life being there because she couldn't identify. She didn't find a group to identify with because um, even though there, was, there were a lot of um, Caucasian people at her school, she still didn't feel the connection with them, how she felt at the other high school where she was. So, and that's a, it was a different group of Caucasian people though. It was the one that was trying, yeah, yeah, that was trying to, like you just, like we were just talking about now, um, blind spotting. Oh, just something just random. <laughs> Outside? Yeah. Probably that damn armadillo again. I'm, I'm gonna kill his ass. I'm gonna go get tight and smoke his ass too. <laughs> Yeah, so the blind spotting, so it was those types, and she don't like those types, so it was kind of hard for her to blend in, and she, you know, kind of felt really sad and depressed by that, one of the reasons, and um, I think it's terrible for us to feel that way or to have our kids grow up and see or experience something like that just because they speak differently. It doesn't take away them having the black experience. No, nah, it don't. They gonna t- still have it. They're gonna still be who they are, regardless. Yeah, it don't it take away. But that black experience is different for everybody. Like the black experience that me and you grew up is a lot more similar than what we are to the kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we grew up and it was like predominantly black and Hispanic, and you know what I mean, Caribbean, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People. It was a melting pot. Yeah, it was a melting pot. But I don't know how many like because you was in Miami and Fort Lauderdale. I don't know how many like white people was in your school. It was a few white people. I was friends with a lot of them. So. I was friends with her. <laughs> Fucking, I was friends with her. A name I ain't gonna say a last name because I don't know if she can't hear that. But a girl named Jessica. I was friends with her. No, I like was it wasn't none well of rounded. So yeah, no, no, it wasn't no rounded. This shit was a this shit was a triangle. Like a blacks and Hispanics, um, foreigners that we don't really know what they're saying about. Like blacks, Hispanics, foreigners we don't really know what they're saying. Boom, that was a triangle right there. Yeah, there. But you know what did uh, what contributed to that? It was um, me having. The um, when the school have the special foreign programs. exchange students, nah, not not foreign exchange. Special ed? No, you said special <laughs> program. Like <laughs> the fuck you mean? I was trying to be trying to be not be in my cultural uh, blind spot and say the right <laughs> shit first, and here you come no. with that. When they have the um, damn, I can't even think about. 
you know when schools are known for like this is a med school and this is I forget the damn name it's right on the tip of my tongue oh, I can't get it you're talking about like how my school was on um, the humanities and yeah like B Rabbit School was science right that I forgot the name of it guys if you know it anyway say it it's, um, it's kind of like tongue. focus points or whatever yeah. but I, I know what you're I, yeah so that was why a magnet program there you go. Mm-hmm. Magnet school. I forget Magnet. God Because we ain't been in high school in ha- uh, over half our life. We got 20 year reunion coming up, and I'm just like, God damn, we, we damn. old. <laughs> damn. <laughs> they were just sending out, you know, um, options of what day we want to have it, what month, and all that. I was like, 20 years. 20 years. 20 years. I can't years. even believe it. You got to come in that motherfucker. Like. But yeah, so <laughs> that kind of contributed to me being well rounded into making friends with different uh, people, people of different ethnic groups. So. Yeah, um, completely lost my place on where I don't know how we got there from it. But what I'm saying is that people have these blind spots because they don't have enough respect for the culture they try to get in. Like, for instance, like if I crack jokes about somebody, I always feel like if I'm going to crack jokes and I'm going to talk shit about somebody, I'm not taking low-hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not about to sit there and like, like, for instance, we both like half Jamaican, but you like really Jamaican. I like work like a Jamaican and that's it stereotypically, but... <laughs> That's about it, but I won't make fun of that culture unless it's some shit where it's like you can't like when I make fun of, when I make fun of something like that, make fun of the culture. I'm talking about like you know what I mean like I'm over there talking about Rocky with the Jamaican legs because oh, you know yeah. how they be in the dance hall, yeah. you know what I'm saying trying to hump something or something like that. So it's not low hanging fruit. I feel like that's where the respect comes when you're talking jokes. Like if you crack jokes, like if you got an Indian friend and you just crack jokes and you make an Apu joke, that's low hanging fruit. You know what I'm saying? That's not respect. You didn't even learn enough about their culture to do something. But if you make a joke, it's like, oh, um, if you make a joke like getting into like, oh, so y'all going to start slinging chicken masala at the Dunkin' Donuts to keep the white folks happy? You know what I'm saying? Then they like, ha, ah, we get it because they made chicken masala mm-hmm. for white people. You know what I mean? To d- dumb it down because that's not something they really uh, do like that in India. And then you start getting more into that culture. And it's just respecting people's culture mm-hmm. and understanding it. You know what I'm saying? Like if you, So any community, it's like we joke in whether you whether you um mimicking or whatever, it's just doing the doing the work to like show some respect for that culture. Right. You know what I mean? And I think once they once they do that, it's uh it's good. Yeah, we said Magnet School. He had M M&M and M program. What is the M M&M and M program in Alabama, Mister uh, <laughs> Mister Sean? M and M. The M M&M and M program. Like what y'all doing over there? Y'all battle rapping in there? <laughs> spaghetti, spaghetti. I just thought about a whole bunch of people like gambling with M M&M. and M's. <laughs> Gambling with M&M's That's the greediest <laughs> shit I have ever heard you Fucking say Just get and I raise you two greens that's And right. a blue Get me the blue They all taste the same Why are they different colors anyway Because that's, No we ain't gonna deal with that That's a whole nother Yeah I don't wanna talk, get you started About no snacks and on shit food Alright so uh, Let's hit the chat right quick To see uh, That's an old one uh, Sean asked Remove the Will and Chris from it One man got out of pocket And the other man checked him Offsetting penalties Were played first down Mm. Eh, mm. I don't, I don't agree because I just feel like it, uh, I don't even really want to talk about this. But the last thing on this, this is my two things on it. One, if Will Smith didn't react, is anybody talking about this? Like, if Will Smith ain't go up there and smack him, is anybody talking about that joke that Will Smith didn't defend black people? Take the term stone from Doctor Strange, bam, 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 run it back. Will Smith don't get up and smack him. Jada just makes that face. He doesn't go up and smack him. Goes on. It's like, does anybody remember this joke? 
I know. I don't, nobody's even talking about the There's um, gonna be Academy Awards. Mad about it because it's going to be. There's going to be the yeah. people who always look too deep. There's going to be the twenty or twenty five people who sit there with Cheeto dust on their fucking fingers and type on Twitter all day about the way the world should be. And let me tell you my think piece right here. All right, cool, cool. You built like a fucking bag of clothes. So done. We're not even talking about it. Two. The other thing is, it's like okay, if we're saying that a man got out of line who also didn't know she had alopecia. Chris Rock didn't know she had alopecia. Um, the whole nah, just like I didn't know she had alopecia until my wife told me. I had no clue. So if we go through all of that, all of that, skip all of whether he should have did this or whether he should that. If we just get to the brass tacks of it and say, if we did the time stone and went back, would he have? Would, would we be talking about this? Do you think? Do you think this would be news if he didn't smack him? Would you think that people? Do you think that Will Smith no, would be getting crazy news. backlash? No, because you're talking about somebody smacking somebody. Yeah. And the other thing on is a this. Major platform. And the other thing is this. I, I say, like, uh, I'm a firm believer in saying, like, freedom of speech does not give you freedom of consequence. Yeah. However, f- freedom of speech, like, free, doing some shit to somebody also doesn't mean they're not going to do something back to you. Back, right? So my whole thing about it is, like, we say, for anybody who says that Will Smith didn't go too far, he protecting this woman, he doing this and that. Okay, cool. What happened when Chris Rock decided to slit his throat when he walked off? What happened when Chris Rock decided to bust his ass in the head with a wolf? What happened when Chris Rock decided to shoot him? What happened? When, what happened if this is rappers, and and these is rappers and dudes who got an ego and all of this shit that got to play tough, and they're not just gonna um, deal with it the way Chris Rock did, and then they wind up now Will Smith did. Now we dealing without the dude who ran the plane into the spaceship on Independence Day. Gone. Like a family is without a father. Everybody who's sitting in a lot, especially the women who's sitting there talking about some. My man should defend me like that. Yo, man, you about to, y'all about to create a whole bunch of martyrs. Y'all got a whole bunch of dudes who can't fight, can't shoot, can't survive, and they're about to see 20 dudes who are going to say, yo ass fat, walking by, you're going to be, and you're going to defend my honor like Will Smith, and then he's going to get river danced on, and he's going to be getting the same coloring book for Christmas for the next 10 years because his brain fucked up. So it's like you can sit there and think all that shit like, oh, that's how I want my man to defend me. Cool, everybody want the big boy, the bad boy, this and that, but if you really love your man, you shouldn't want him to get in that type of position. Where he's going to risk his freedom and everything else for your ego. Like, we're talking about a female ego right now. Like, we always talking about the fragile male ego. Now we're dealing with a female ego. So this man is going to put his life on the line to defend his woman. Instead of saying something, instead of using words, instead of meeting words with words and saying, hey, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth from the get-go. And then escalate from there. We're just going to jump straight off the deep end. So if he jumps straight off the deep end, who's to say another man won't jump straight off the deep end? So... That's that's what I'm gonna say with that. It ain't that's not all setting penalties. That's how people get fucked up because people don't really understand. Because I'm telling you right now, I say some slick shit and you come to me as a man, I will apologize. I say some slick shit and you come up and slap me, I will erase you from the fucking planet. Like it is no way we we scrapping. You gotta whoop my ass, I'm whooping your ass, and every time I see you, it's on site. Either or. So you gotta be prepared to whoop me. Like you have to be prepared to whoop me to go through that. It's wild, disrespectful. So it's not to me, Sean. My ace, but there ain't no offsetting penalties, dog. You getting talking about smacking a man? Smacking a, an adult man? Women can smack men. They shouldn't. They should keep their fucking hands to themselves. But a man smacking another man, that means that you think that I'm such a pussy that you ain't even going to give me your best shot. You're going to start off with, <laughs> let me put a little sugar on it. And then you're going to square up. Nah, get him out of here. Oh, um, oh, your uncle in the chat, he said, the new hey. generation, they're followers these days. Yeah, I mean, in the big scheme of things, it's all how you look at it. I went to a leadership class and learned about that. And the way we look at them and think, oh, they're, they're followers, they're followers. It's like, 
We were followers too. Like when I came in the military, I had the attitude of, <laughs> I had the attitude of, um, I just do what the hell, like I did what I was told so I can get done with it. It's like, I'm going to do my job and get out of here. As long as you don't tell me to do some crazy wild shit that don't make no sense, I'm going to do it. Like, I remember for those of you who are in the military or been in the military before, there's this thing called EMI, right? Especially in the Navy. It's this thing called EMI, it's extra military instruction. When you fuck something up, they got to go through the commanding officer, all this stuff, get paperwork signed. I never knew that people had to do this when I was a junior guy because I just did my job. If they told me, like, hey, you're going to stay here till midnight, I got better at my job so I don't stay here overnight instead of sitting here finding out that here's all the rules and let me see lawyer list. So it's out of here. So, I mean, we can say that they follow, and it's true, but it's like we follow too. We follow. We grew up in the era of the 90s. We was out here sliding our dick through girls' cheeks at the club or something like that, like a credit card. We we followed. We was club rubbing. We, uh, you know what I'm saying? We were saying a bunch of wild stuff. We was on the, the, the phone chat lines just saying whatever we want. We was popping off in the hallways, fighting, making the culture, wearing baggy-ass clothes like Sunset Park that's nine sizes too big. Like We was doing a lot of shit. Like It was a wild time. Like You know what I mean? If you grew up in the 80s and 90s or something like that, it's like it's a wild time. So we was doing a lot of following too, but we wanted to be original. We wanted to be original. We strive to be original, but a lot of times we really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? So I think we, I think the kids now are just different, and we don't understand them the same way that our grandparents look at us and don't understand us. And that's the gap between us. So we could try to kind of understand, but it ain't gonna make sense. It's just like that's why Betty Wright and all these guys they look at the world. Imagine when you're like a hundred. 100 years old, and you look at all this stuff that done changed, and it's too much for the brain. Like, your brain don't expand and contract like that no more. It ain't a rubber band no more. Mm-hmm. What you over there, though? What you doing? We about to switch gears. Okay. Um, she was talking about the Madden School. Sean said it's a duel. You're right. You smack, you, you grab the glove, you hit somebody with the, I challenge you to a duel. Like Charlie Murphy said, somebody got to die after that. It's fucking gunplay. It's not the man's responsibility to carry the weight of the conversations when attempting to get to know a woman. It's both parties' responsibility. I agree. Why do you agree? I mean, I agree, too. Because. But a lot of women disagree with that. You know why? Because those women are probably pretty and boring. <laughs> this, is, this is the unfortunate. I'm pretty, but I'm not boring. You're not. But God has to do some things to humble people. Like, for instance, there's a reason I'm not gorgeous. Could you imagine if I was gorgeous? Oh, my God. Like, if I was, like, I'm talking about as soon as you see me, like, damn, he has. Could you imagine me being gorgeous? I couldn't stand. I wouldn't be able to stand you. Yeah, I'm talking about, you know, I'd be ridiculous. I would be ridiculous. I'm already slick at the mouth now, the whole already. nine. And then you're going to talk about you looking in the eyes, and I got the, the pretty eyes. I got this going on, the, the hair doing this and that, da 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 you probably did before I got a chance to get with you, so. We did? Yeah. Somebody. Fuck around. Fuck around. Somebody <laughs> might have got my ass up out of here. The way so God going. do things to humble women. That's why when you see a woman, you see a woman and she got a pretty face. You see her face, she beautiful. Chances are, she she might be built like a stick or she might just have, she got one or the other. She got booty ass. You know what I'm saying? She ain't got her body done, all this other shit. You this said and booty or ass. I mean booty or titties. <laughs> right. My bad. So she got a, she either top or bottom heavy. You know what I'm saying? Or either she's just pretty. You know what I mean? Or she got a huge ass. Face, straight Donkey Kong. You know what I'm saying? Chest, two beast things. Yeah, that's the way God's humbling That's people. the way God <laughs> humble people because, like, I'm telling you right They're now. Give them the whole package. They got to go buy the package. Uh, you you got to go purchase the package and put your <laughs> hands in. You got to put your life in man's hands because God said this is enough. 
This is enough seasoning. You can't have lemon pepper buffalo ranch Cajun wings. No, we can't have all of it. No, you're going to get lemon like pepper. No, 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 no. You're going to get <laughs> buffalo. You're going to get Cajun ranch. You're going to get lemon pepper. Maybe mix two of them or curry, but we're not going to do all four flavors. We're not doing that. That's just too much because now it's just too much to handle. Because the other thing is, too, is as a woman, if you are beautiful and your body is, oh my God, and you did not grow up with a lot of brothers. You are not funny. 100% you are not funny. But funny has never been a requirement for a woman. So it it's doesn't part of, matter. It's part of a comment. It's, it's not a requirement for a woman because you're being pursued. It's a plus. It's definitely a plus that mm-hmm. you're funny. Mm-hmm. Especially to have a sense of humor. It's nothing worse than you cracking some fire ass jokes. And you in, a, you in your Louis Duffel bag with the jokes. Like, ah, 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 ah. Then your woman just over there like, I don't find any of that. Like, kill yourself. Kill yourself, Keisha. Kill your goddamn self right now. I'm done. I'm done. You ain't pretty Why you enough. Kill, kill your goddamn self. Hey, Chris just checked and let you know. Thank Somebody you. checked on Chris. Somebody, Somebody came checked, on and Chris. checked on Chris. Chris, thank hey. you for checking on yourself. Self checks are important. Appreciate you. And I feel like a lot of times you'll be in there. A lot of women don't have conversation because they never needed to build conversation. One, dudes like to talk. And we're egotistical a lot of times. So we like to talk about ourselves. Yeah. And then we really know that you're already born, or we think you're going to be born, so we just assume, fuck it, let me carry this conversation enough to get some ass. Mm-hmm. So let me big up myself, advertise, advertise, advertise. Mm-hmm. But so that goes go. both ways, though. I feel it goes okay. both ways because I can remember dating when I was a serial dater. And I thought you about to say a serial killer. I was about to <laughs> knock all this shit over and run out of here like, ah! Oh, you scared? Mr. 48 Guns, you scared? I only got one on me right now, and I don't want to kill you because I still love you if you're a serial killer. <laughs> we just can't be but sleeping. But I ain't going to kill you, though. I don't know. I don't know. So I remember when I was a serial dater. I was about to say serial killer. And I was a serial dater. Um, I used to talk to these guys, and it, oh, my God, it's so disheartening. When I get on the phone with them, and I come with all this energy and tell you all this, da, 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 and it's just like, yeah, well, well, I'm all right. I had a good day. Were these dudes on a scale right. of, well, on a scale of one to ten, like attractive mm-hmm. wise? What were they? Okay, so seven, eight, eleven. Yeah. Okay. Guess what? That's the same as a woman. If they're That's attractive, why I said it goes both. Oh ways. yeah, yeah. If, if they're attractive, they don't have to work on that skill set. Yeah, it goes set. both ways. I'm like, you are so like think boring. about think about the most think about a comedian that you think is like, damn, he handsome. Yeah. I don't know a comedian that's handsome, but I'm just yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It's like there ain't no comedian. You're like, damn, he handsome because you develop that skill out of insecurity and all this mm-hmm. other shit and everything else. It's like too many. Uh, it's like women. If you're beautiful, it's like you sit there and you don't have to win. You're being pursued. Mm-hmm. That's why women don't. That's why women usually have zero game. They will come up and say some shit like, like a perfect example. Bumble. You remember Bumble? Yes. Bumble. The women had to say something first. Remember? Yeah. That's when I realized that women have zero game. Oh, because they ain't coming in. Because women sit there and complain. Like, if you just going to say, hey, and what you doing me to death, this and that, da 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 don't hit me, all that shit in their profile. You match with them, boom, all right, this and that. And it's like, hey. Hey. <laughs> Maybe you read the hey wrong. It was, hey. I don't give a fuck if it's hey. <laughs> say something. Like, I'm over here coming with the, uh, you know what I'm saying, this and that. I'm almost coming with the toxicity. Like, I'm like two bars away from being like, let me tell you something, my Nubian queen grand risings. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm about to get, about to get on my pan-African print shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Out here with Dr. Umar. But um, 
No, they, they 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 just don't like they they just don't have anything to say, and it's just one of them things where it's like you don't have to have it if you're the one being pursued. And mm-hmm. a lot of women take that into advantage where they don't feel like I could put these tools in my tool bag and be better, but I'm good enough. Yeah, see, I don't I don't really like that because I think that we should always practice something like that. You I mean, think so? Yeah, cool. Be, it's dope well, to be a little smooth. It's dope know? to be it's dope to be entertaining because a lot of women think that like just being beautiful is going to be enough. Yeah, and it's like, nah, that ain't it. Like that ain't it. Which gets into um, yeah. So I think that women should be able to carry a conversation because one, you want me to know all this stuff about you. You got just ideas about how you want things to go. Mm-hmm. This, that, and third. If you don't give me like conversation, something to the point where I have to pursue you, like it's like I'll pursue you if I want you, but I'm gonna pursue you like Jason. I got a slow walk. What do you tell somebody if they're not interesting? Is it something I ask? I, I start off asking like, "Is there something else going on? Are you distracted? Like, is, is something going on with you?" No. Not, mm. Oh no, no, no! I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Um, I ain't got nothing else. But. Yeah, and I, I might <laughs> ask like one more question about. So, I mean, uh, are, are you having a decent time? You like the place? Is the food okay? This and that. Da da da. Yeah, yeah, the food's great. This and that. Give it about a give it about a solid. I give it about a sixty to one hundred and twenty second. So one to two minute awkward silence period of. And then I hit him with, "You all, so so this is this is just this is what you do, like I'm just supposed to catch. Well, I expect the man to do this, that, and the third. Da 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 da. What do you expect to do as the woman? Well, you know, I'm just supposed to be beautiful and do this. Oh my and that, god, da, da, this da. is gonna get into the check, whole please. woman man. Hey, check roles please. in a relationship. I'm talking about all that. Yeah, I'm talking about. I hit I hit a woman straight up. Hey, I'm, I'm hitting with that Drake shit. Don't even play it. Don't even play it. Box check. Here's the card. <laughs> I don't even care how much card." Card, this is my last act of chivalry. Card, remove yourself. Speaking of chivalry, B-Rabbit was asking, she was like, yo, how do you prepare your child? Like, how do you deal with chivalry nowadays? And it goes on to say, like, like for instance, it's like, uh, like Seth has become chivalrous because he sees me. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, so our five-year-old, he becomes chivalrous, and he takes that model. Like, he jumps out of the car to go open your door. Yeah. He you know was so mad at me the other day. It was raining. He was like, no, Mommy, Mommy, stay right here. Yeah. And he went and did his business, and I was like, oh, Yeah, that's baby. right. But but that's just the, the huge influence that a man makes, that a man makes around him, right? So he looks yeah. at this, and he's like, this is how I'm supposed to act, because this big-ass 275-pound goon over here, he does this. I want to be like him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to conduct myself as such, right? Like, yeah. So, but the problem is nowadays is like, so dude made a Twitter post and I think B-Rabbit sent it to me, but uh, a dude made a Twitter post and on his Twitter post, he said, yo, this girl was carrying like some heavy stuff, right? Like she was carrying some heavy stuff. He wanted to go help her. He wanted to go help her. And she was like, nah, cause I don't know your intentions. And then shortly after that, she dropped all the shit cause it was too heavy. Right. Now, so. What did he do afterwards? Did he say what he did? Hot, he stepped over that shit like Allen Iverson over Teron Lou, but not my problem. But no, but what I'm saying is like, so, ain't you gonna help me? Nah, I don't know your intentions. No, so to me, it's a hard situation. It's a hard situation, right? Because now I'm at a place. I'm at a place oh now God. of maturity and understanding what the world is. That I understand that women are put in a rough situation. Everybody not like you. Where a dude could try you right now, he might have to square up with you. Mm-hmm. Like you know, what I'm saying it's like a lot of women feel pressured. And, you know what I mean, I done learned that over the years. A lot of women feel pressure. Like, for instance, that's why if I ask a woman for her number, I don't ask, actually, I don't ask women for their number. Like, if I'm interested in a woman, I'll give her my number and tell her if she's interested to call me. Mm-hmm. Because that takes the pressure off of, Fox, let me get your number. And then you give me a number and it's a fake number. I call and it don't ring. And now I'm over here like, yo, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yo, what the fuck? 
this and that, da 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 da. And a lot of women go through that apparently, right? And and it's one of them things that I operate in the echo chamber because I don't do that. The dudes that I hang out with, they don't do that. That does take a lot of the pressure off. Yeah, that take a lot of the pressure Let off. Let me decide you, whether or not I want to make yeah. it or not. Okay. Because you know what happened? It's like because I never knew how much terror goes into some women. And it's not all women, but some women, when it's like a dude like me, my size come up, and I'm like, yo, what's up? I can get your number. You know what I mean? I say something to him. Oh, you're beautiful. Oh, hey, how? And, and, and you just being polite. You might just be being polite. Mm-hmm. I'll say, hey, you're beautiful. Oh, thank you very much. Hey, what's up? You got a man? No, I don't. And then I ask you like, yo, you know what I mean? I'm up like, yeah, well, let me say, let me get your number or something. Now I'm pressing you. Now mm-hmm. I start pressing you up like, no, I don't really want to give you my number, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, what's up? Give me a number. What the fuck are you acting like that for? This mm-hmm. and that. And, and then you know, like, it's I'm a from up, now. I'm from up north yeah. where. I'm from up north. Well, fuck you then is the response. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? If you're a woman and you come by and you up here like, dude, like, hey, ma, let me holler at you for a minute. Hey, yo, ma, let me holler at you hey, for a minute. Is. And you be up to like, nah, I'm good. This and, well, fuck you then, you stink ass. Look, like, sir, All this is that. a Wendy's. <laughs> Thank God I ain't give you my number. You know what I'm saying? So I be feeling like that. Like, long as a woman don't get wild, disrespectful, because women do it too. Like, I done seen a woman tell a dude in the club, like, look at me, then look at you. Do this shit make sense? Why the fuck is you asking me for my number? Now if yeah, he go ahead kinda... If he go ahead And throw E&G In your face young lady Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's kind of But what I'm saying Is like So you take the pressure off So When it come down Just from the chivalry standpoint Of just Where knowing things Where were you thing, when they had E&J like that that's... You said what <laughs> Where were you When they had E&J like that That was the first thing That popped in your head E&J in your face <laughs> Really Ain't nobody throwing No goddamn good shit Nobody Irk and jerk Irk He that easy Jesus <laughs> But from the chivalry standpoint, it goes like, mm. so I understand, like, as a dude, this is what I told my son to do. My son, uh, the perfect example, my son asked me, he was like, Dad, and um, Bam Bam, 18-year-old, he was up to like, girls are weird sometimes. He like, you raised me to be a gentleman. I try to be a gentleman, and then they act all weird and stuff like that. And I'm like, what you mean they act weird? He like, you ask them to do something. They're like, nah, I'm good. I can do it by myself. I'm like, this is how you conduct yourself. And this is a perfect, I'm going to give you an example, and you can conduct everything around this. Woman's carrying something heavy. You got raised to be a gentleman. We believe in chivalry. You go over and you ask that woman that she need help. You be like, hey, I'm not trying to press you. I just, I'm pretty strong. I can get that box for you. You know, this and that. Maybe make, make it light with a little joke. Try and grab it for, and don't try to grab it. Ask her, can you take it? She says no. Let it be. She falls down the steps and breaks her leg. Walk down the steps, ask her, does she need help? She will either say yes or no. If she says yes, help her. If she says no, Call the police, tell her a woman just fell down the steps and broke their leg, and don't fucking touch her. <laughs> like, no, no, no. because that's just the world we in where you got to watch the way you come mm, up to people in this whole. Like, for instance, like, I didn't know until probably in the last three, four, shit. Yeah, we talking recently that women don't like getting hit on at the, um, not hit on, but you know what I mean? Um, like getting hit on at the gas pump. Women get hit on nowhere. Yeah, like <laughs> women don't like getting hit anyway. So keep your hands to yourself. No, nah, I mean, like, don't like getting, uh, like don't like nobody trying to come and approach them at the gas pump because they feel trapped. Yeah, it does. At some it point, makes you though, feel like that. At some point, though, it's like, well, you beautiful. What the hell am I supposed to? Do? I ain't gonna never see you again. You, like that. you, you, you know what I mean? You have to wait till I throw something in the damn garbage or something. But what I'm right here between my car and this little thing, you know, don't do that. You know what I mean? But but it's Stay like on the other side of my car. If you want to say something? What? But I can okay. say something from the other side of the car. But women like say like said it like I done read threads. And women feel like. Hey, uh, like if I see you and I'm on pump three and you're on the opposite side on mm-hmm. pump what six or whatever that is, right? And it's two pumps between us. My pump, your pump, and I'm up like, I'm up like, hey, yo, how you doing? That is, that's not the time to push up. It's like, but I ain't never going to see you again. And I am a conqueror. So I don't know about that part. Now, I can see the part where you coming up in my space. Yeah, I'm just talking about o- like I'm, a, I'm, on a, I'm on my car. I'm at my car. 
You at your car. Yeah, I just think that's probably some kind of trauma right there. That's, that's some kind what, of trauma. And you know what? I don't, but I just <laughs> try not to assume that because it's like I'm not a woman. I'm not putting that position. I know I don't like it. There's certain ways that women that come to talk to me that I don't like it, which is why I do. That's which is why I'm with a southern woman because I don't want a woman coming up to me like, "Hey, hey, little, hey, little homie in the red." I, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, up north in Louisiana, oh a tri-state God. area. So like. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, really, for, when you're talking about Philadelphia, you're talking, I mean, when you talk about Pennsylvania, you're talking about like Philly, King of Prussia area, all that shit. Jersey, you're talking about like Essex County, Camden County, down there, whatever, or whatever, Trenton, uh, Trenton and Camden at. And then in New York, fucking all five boroughs, really. But uh, <laughs> but you're talking about that. They're aggressive. And in Louisiana, hey, little, hey, little daddy. Like, they, it's like, little daddy. Hey, little daddy in the gray sweats. <laughs> Let me talk to you. It's like, Oh ma'am, ma'am, like you feel like they about to pull up on you. Like I be feeling the way that y'all probably feel when the dude be up to like, "Hey, ma, let me holler at you." That's how I feel when I'm in New Orleans. When I'm in New Orleans, and they hit me with the, oh anyway, when I'm in New Orleans, like, "Hey, little daddy in the red, let me holler at you." Looking all red, so woo blood. I mean, oh. ma'am, I have on boxer briefs I'm with a, a dick hole in them. You gonna respect me? I'm a goddamn gentleman. Like you know what I mean? So. I get it, but the, the hard thing about chivalry is like, do you, and Bunny asked me, like, do you teach your son chivalry? Because the world we live in now, chivalry is like a dead concept. It definitely is. Um, so I think it's weird that we have to put disclaimers to doing that. So, you know, Bam Bam have to, you are teaching him to put a disclaimer to what he's about to do. Because I don't want my baby getting into it. Right, and I understand that. I understand that, but it's just so crazy that we have to go that route instead of just being a genuine um, act of I understand where it comes from because, and it brought us into a whole nother conversation, which hopefully I can remember this because mm-hmm. we're gonna table it for another podcast because it's too deep. But I was saying to her, and I get on my I get in my pool pit sometime when we be having our conversations or whatever. But I told her I'm like, we are living in a time where we are trying to find unconventional means to deal with unconventional problems. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, back in the day, back 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 in the day. It took a village to raise a child. You know what I mean? So your therapist was the village. Your psychiatrist was the village. Your instructors were the village. Your um, your gym coach, your physical trainer, your um, music teacher, everybody was the village. Mm-hmm. Everybody was part of the village. Now we done got to these isolated areas where don't say shit to my child is the new thing. Mm-hmm. Just like, uh, and people operate in these, and they operate in these like echo chambers where they get to think whatever they want to think. So the trauma and stuff that we like, everything that we're doing to deal with these traumas is unconventional because we shouldn't have the fucking traumas in the first place. Even if something bad was to happen, we should have the village to help us. But first, the person shouldn't do bad shit like the person shouldn't be a rapist. We'll start with that. But then we got the village to help us get through that, build our strength and our confidence back up and heal. So now we still got the we still got the one off problem that's increased. We don't have the village that was the buffer. And now we, so with that unconventional problem, now we have to come with unconventional means, which is, excuse me. Try to get the self-help, but we can't do it ourselves. Yeah, we don't have the village that knew us, like when we talked about the village that sings your song whenever you mess up or something like that, right, Uh, on earlier podcasts. We don't have that village anymore. So now Mm -hmm. we got to go to some professional. And the the sad part about professionals are, is that they're usually specialists. Mm -hmm. Like when you deal with psychiatrists, everybody else, this and that, they're specialists. The problem with specialists is 
that they only know they one thing. Like, and that's why when we talk about like doctors who deal with the whole body and holistic doctors, it's like they get it. So it's like I, my psychiatrist is not going to go and talk to my psychiatrist is not going to go and talk to my podiatrist mm-hmm. who's going to tell him like, yo, he got flat feet. And that's causing some problems, so his hamstrings is tight. So then that's going to talk to my other doctor who's like, yeah, well, he got a back problem, this and that. And that, and since that tension that came from the feet is pulling on his shoulders, so now my shoulders are tight, which then in turn pulls on my neck, which causes more tension in my head, which causes me to struggle more to deal with stress. And have migraines. And migraines. So they're not going to deal with the whole problem. The psychiatrist is going to be like, you want happy pills? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The podiatrist, you want Motrin? Mm-hmm. The dude, the um, dude who looks at the general surgeon or whatever who looks at my shoulder. Well, we can do, we can cut out your, rot- we can cut your rotator cuff up, but we can give you a shot of uh, cortisone or something like that. So we don't holistically deal with these problems, and that's where we are with with chivalry, right? And side note, do you think chivalry was? Where do you think chivalry evolved from? What do you mean evolved from? Like what? Like what do you think? Like when men started being chivalrous to women. To women, what do you think it was? Like, how do you think it happened? Like, if you was just like fly on the wall, you little fox fly out there, make hmm, hearing fox noises. I think it kind of evolved from, or it could have evolved from the men, the patriarchy, basically. <laughs> so I think it evolved from um, the needing to be needed, the desire to be needed for something. So I think that's still what it is in a small piece of it. Um, I do feel like. Um, them also the view of women. So they view women as being helpless creatures, especially it was more prominent back then as well. So I think that they view women as being helpless. Um, they should stay this in this pocket and all that. So I I'm, go- that I'm going further. Well. I'm going further back than that. Like I'm mm-hmm. talking about like caveman mm-hmm. shit, because I feel as though I feel as though like, even if you go back to like medieval times, I just felt as though it was, Chivalry came down to like we did a lot of physical stuff mm-hmm. because physical stuff paid the bills and we were also just more physically capable. And just the idea the that women you, were kept in the house. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. But the fact of the matter is, if that door weighed if that door weighed two hundred and seventy five pounds to open mm-hmm. and you had to pretty much deadlift that door damn near to get in it. Who's opening that door? You opening that door? I don't open that door. Who's gonna open that door? You gonna try to open that door. A- I, ain't no try. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Nah, I'm coming at your boy now. I bench press that shit, squatter the deadlift, baby. Mm-hmm. Two seventy five. That shit's going that way. But what I'm saying is, just imagine medieval times. You went out gathering. You was doing your little thing, this and that, checking. And you know they had the inner ring where people actually lived at, but they operated their crops and everything yeah. else was outside of the inner ring. You moving inside the ring, they had big ass doors. They did have those big ass woods. I just came back. I'm a ranger. I'm out here going through here fighting the, the night walkers and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm out here fighting <laughs> the, the night walkers. Not the night walkers. The night walkers. You know what I'm saying? I come from all of that. I come back and got my whole unit with me, this and that. They'll be like, yeah. You know what I mean? Sergeant Jackson. We sitting out there, and then I'm sitting there waiting for this 110 pound woman to open this goddamn doors to the wall, <laughs> and it's fucking freezing out here. And raining. <laughs> it's raining and freezing. Hell. It's negative two out there, but I ain't got a thermometer because we don't know what the fuck mercury is yet. And I'm sitting here watching you, and my dick is surely just shrinking back into my body as I'm sitting here watching you try to get that door open. <laughs> and then I look at you and I say, 
Let me get that door for you. And you're like, I'm so going to play. I'm going to get that door. I'm going to get that door. And you're like, I can get it. And I'm like, I'm going to get that dough. Can I pet that dog? Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Can I pet that dog? I'm going to get that dough. And then I pull it and I yank this door open. Rah, and all the men cheer. Ah, and then you get all your shit in there, your goat and everything else that you had in there. The men come in, we get out the damn cold. Because we ain't waiting. We ain't about to die. So I think we, don't, we just take too long. We're not about impatient. to die from hypothermia impatient. for no goddamn equality. Okay, so you're impatient, basically. No, no, no. That's where you're saying this come from, impatience, basically. Fox, you <laughs> can't be outside for more than two minutes when it's under 60 degrees. Because it's too damn cold. So guess what? When it's negative two and we out there with the goddamn Viking. Guess who ain't coming to open the gate anyway? No, I'm talking about you coming back in because you I'm had to not. go do some shit because the kids needed something. And I was out there warning you. I would send somebody else to get it. I wouldn't go out there in the cold. Well, guess what? My my lifetime does not consist of me being out there in the cold. Yar. I must have died before it, got, before it was winter time. <laughs> she was a three-season fucker. <laughs> Three seasons, next lifetime. But what I'm saying is, like, it's hard to teach kids. It's it's hard to teach kids the shivery because everything got to come with a everything got to come with a clause, and there's so much nuance that go on everything Mm -hmm. before. Like the things that my grandfather taught me, Mm -hmm. he didn't taught me so much. And like you even say, like it's amazing that the things that he taught me stuck with me for so long. Yeah, you're so young. But I revered that man. A great grandma, great grandfather. Yeah, my great grandfather. Mm -hmm. So it's like I revered that man. Like he raised me. I revered that man. Like if somebody asked me, like. All right, boom. Like, who 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 was your dad growing up? And it's like him, and then it was my godfather. Mm-hmm. But that dude, he instilled that stuff in me. But a lot of that stuff, it didn't come with the, it didn't come with as much nuance. I had to figure that stuff out on my own because the times changed. He mm-hmm. gave me some game. The times is gonna change. But it's like, yo, you just can't expect it. So it's like the hardest thing about being a man who's chivalrous in today's era is that you don't have the same, you you don't have bad intention. It's kind of like if I think every woman's a gold digger, and then I'm coming at you like, well, no, I operate like this with women, and we got to do this, and we got to do that. And you have to be like, I ain't even like that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's what two fit, what men feel like, right? And when a woman says like, well, no, and no, and no, and get all like, all right, cool. Because there's a difference between being a strong woman who stands to the ground and just affirmative say, no, this ain't happening. I don't want this. And just being an insufferable-ass woman who's talking about, I'm a strong woman. Now you're insufferable. You know what I mean? So for men, that chivalry thing is, is tough. What I think is so funny is that when we go out and we do things together, what whatever we're doing, if there's another woman involved, right, let's say a hostess or whatever the case is, right, um, and they want to open doors and I'm here, you won't touch that door in front of me. And you want, and they're like, okay, they're not gonna argue with you because you're so big, you know. Oh, it's <laughs> just because I'm big. Argue with you, right? It's not because I'm it's, right. It's because no, I'm big. No, it's not that either. But that's number one. Like, well, okay, you're a big strong man. Two seventy five. Big strong man, go ahead and do what you gotta do. Come you on. know, but it's the fact that they'll say, oh no, it's my place. I got it. I know what I'm doing. I know. I got the doors, and they're like, oh well, okay. I'm you gonna know? let you lead and tell so us where to go. Uh, right, but, but I'm, I'm gonna open the door because <laughs> I'm not sitting outside this fucking castle and freezing oh my, my balls God. off because you can't single arm row enough weight to get this door. She can open the damn door, okay? Uh, we ain't gonna find that on my watch. Oh my God, <laughs> we ain't gonna find that on my watch. Well, and this is the, but this is the thing about when people talk about the patriarchy. I don't think most women want to get rid of the patriarchy. They just want to 
balance the patriarchy. That's yeah, really what y'all want. I agree. I will agree with balance. I don't want to get rid of it. I don't want to take the trash out. I don't want to open the doors. You like coming in the house. You like coming in the house doing that. I don't want to get my gas. I don't want to do those things. And half the time, I don't want to make decisions if I don't feel like I need to. No, you. A lot it's of not time, that I can't. Is that I feel like I don't feel like the whole thing with about that right it is now. not you that you're it. incapable. You was doing this shit for thirty some odd years you. of making decisions on your own or exactly. something. But you know, I am very snapped to make this. Uh, like I make decisions. And I could just, I just make decisions faster. Yeah. Like, I make decisions a lot faster than you. I, I weigh everything really quick. It's like, boom, it's like math. No, 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 17. I think that women really get this whole independent thing just <laughs> fucked up, okay? It's not about, oh, my God, you should be tired, okay? I've been an independent woman. I'm still an independent woman, okay? And I have gotten to a point where I'm just so tired of doing everything by myself. You have to be exhausted from doing everything by yourself. Let someone come in to help you. Let someone come in to do things for you, to do things with you, to do things that's about you. Let them help you. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not going to take away from your independence. It's not going to take away from who you are as a woman. It's not going to take away anything except for stress. I think the number one thing, the problem is, is that, too many times when people mind, people just are never going to get over the idea that we are supposed to be, they're never going to get over the idea that we're supposed to be, um, that we're not meant to be equals. We're just not, we're equal in value. We're equal in love, all of that stuff, but it's like mental capacity, all of that, but we're not meant to be equals. We're meant to be balanced. I can agree with the balance. We're meant to be, we're meant to balance each other because the whole thing about it is, it's like, it's like if, if we are making, I think of this shit like if, if you're making a team and you was up to like, I'm going to make a team to survive the zombie apocalypse. Now let's say that I wasn't an all around gun dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just a long range guy. You're not going to get four me's. Mm-hmm. They tell you to pick five men to protect this house with you and your daughters in it, this and that. You're not going to pick five long range guys. You're not going to pick five close quarter combat guys. You're not going to pick five super great pistol guys. You're going to mix it up to balance the team. And a man and a woman, it's like we balance the team. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of things that I'm really strong at. Like we we don't have a we together as a, as a, as a pair. We do not have. Or let's clarify for other people, feminine and masculine energies, okay? Yeah, it's the it's the balance because the whole <laughs> point about it is it is it is always balanced. Whether it's feminine and masculine energies, whether it's what we decide to do and not to do. You know what I mean? But the whole point about it is, like, for instance, cooking is, like, people look at cooking as a woman's job. But I like to cook, and you want my ass in the kitchen. Yes. You be trying to keep me in that kitchen. If I could get pregnant, you'll have me in there barefoot and pregnant. Barefoot and pregnant in See the misandry? See the misandry in the room? <laughs> See the misandry in the room? One time for the women, that's all. One time for the one time. <laughs> but so I think it's, like, it's just really about coming to balance. Because it's like, you don't want that shit. Like, uh, uh, who, who want to just spend all that money? You want to pay all these bills? Mm-hmm. You, want, you want to pump your gas? Let me tell you something. Like you I've been paying my own bills for a very long time, and it feels great. <laughs> it feels Tony the Tiger great. <laughs> okay? You got to put the finger up. Like, great. To not have to pay all the damn bills. So those women out there, and oh, I can take care of myself. Work. I can take care of me, too. I can take care of me and three other individuals that depend on me. But I do not want to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it anymore. It's I, nice. Like, people just don't understand, like, it's nice to have a person who you could be yes. like, yo, I am tired. 
tired. I'm tired today. Like I am sick. I am tired. This and that. Can you make sure that all of this stuff still happens so I don't have to call somebody? I don't have to do this and that. Just like when we had COVID and you was dead for like two weeks. Two weeks. I was dead. Two weeks of deadness, right? Literally. Okay. Two weeks of like deadness. And that was what, 2020. Two weeks of like deadness. It was nice for you to have a person in where it's like Mm -hmm. the kids are still eating. Stuff still getting and done. I didn't even know it. Yeah, and you didn't even know you you. I was in a damn coma. Yeah, you was in a coma. As far as taking care of you, it was like I'm the one bathing you. I'm the one putting uh putting chapstick on your lips because I ain't want you to look all crazy. I'm the one rubbing your head. I'm I am the one dealing with all of your issues. You know what I mean? Washing the clothes, doing this and that, and it's nice to have that because it's gonna be points where it's like you can be strong, but it's like. Why I got to do everything if I don't want to? Like, I'm used to washing my own clothes. Being strong doesn't mean doing everything by yourself. Yeah. Like, I'm used to washing my own clothes. I'm used to doing everything in my own. I'm used to doing everything by myself, just like you used to doing everything by yourself before we met. And now it's like, oh, that's no longer my responsibility. Like, if something breaks, you're not sitting there thinking, like, let me call my dad or let me talk to my brothers or let me see which one of these dudes that I'm serial dating can actually fix some shit and come over here. (laughs) You know, if some shit breaks. It don't matter if it's outside, inside, damn tree fall, this and that got to happen. You'll be like, they got it. Garbage ground messed up, they got it. You know what I mean? This and that. Wash and dry, this and that. They got it. You know what I mean? Garage door, they got it. Car doing this and that, they'll figure it out. Only thing I worry about is if it's a warranty on it. That's yeah. it. I'll call the warranty people, but I ain't even going to bother you today. Yeah. Like when, the dry, like when the uh, dryer went out, I was yeah. like, I go ahead and fix it. He was like, nope, we got a damn warranty. They're going to do their warranty the thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, yeah, so a lot of times, so when she was talking about that with the chivalry, I think, like, yeah. chivalry is just a hard thing. I think chivalry is going to die. Mm. No, chivalry is going to die. Chivalry is going to die. I don't think so. You know I how You so. know that saying of uh, what's old is new again? Well, I mean, it, 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 it'll get raised up and be a zombie, but that shit's going to die. <laughs> no, I don't think it's going to die. I really don't. I just think it's going to have its own type of combat or standard because I do feel as though... Women are finally going to see, like, hey, let somebody help you out. Let somebody be nice and be and do nice things for you without the feeling of them expecting something. But that did come from. It can come back. The men. That did come back. Yeah. And it's fine. But what I'm saying is. That's not fine. What, that chivalry came from men? No. That expecting something just because I'm holding a bag of damn grapes for you or opening your car door. That doesn't mean. You get me. That's because that the bar was so low. You just being nice, opening my damn I mean, door, and thank you, and I'm a chunk deuces when I leave. Goodbye. Yeah, but that's also, <laughs> but it's also the thing of like, you know why a lot of men feel that way? Because man to do all of this shit for you, and then you go, you go like what they call him, Pookie or whatever, or Jody. You go fuck Jody. Like I sit so there and I pay your bills, it. fix it. No, what I'm saying is that's why a lot of men will feel that way. I'm just telling you. I, I'm mm-hmm. not saying it. Obviously, that's not that. our situation. You can't be saying, well, you know, well, oh, I'm going to do this for her, and now I'm mad at her for going to go. You do it. You do it because that's who you are. You don't do it yeah. and expecting, oh, well, no, and she going to fuck with Jody. She going to fuck with I 100% you believe that, and that's one thing that I think men and women should understand. But on behalf of the men, I'll talk about it. Is when you do things for a woman, you do things because you're that guy. Like, for instance, I hold doors for a woman because I'm a gentleman. I don't hold doors for a woman because she's a woman that deserves it. I don't – um I treat. Yeah, I've seen you held on for women. I was like, <laughs> I'd have tripped her ass, actually. Yeah. But <laughs> it was nice. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I, I do that for me. It's a me mm-hmm. thing because the, the thing about it in a relationship is if I do things because of how I feel about you, mm-hmm. then I'm not going to be consistent. That's where the consistency is lost at. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I won't, like, when a woman tells me, like, mm-hmm. oh, 
when she tells me she uh, cooks and cleans and she does all of this stuff and everything else, it's like, okay, cool. If you're doing it because you like me, that is worrisome to me. You should do this shit because that's what you that's do. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be that'd be my issue. That'd be my issue with a lot mm-hmm. of things, right? So, um, because when I don't like you, because when you don't like me, you're not gonna do that stuff. Don't starve. You know what I mean? Like if I open the door, if I open the door, if I fix stuff, if I pay the bills, if I do all, if I do all of this because I because of the what you're giving me, yeah. then when you piss me mm-hmm. off, then I'm gonna not do it. Why am I yeah. gonna do it? So I do the things. I, I feel as though we need to understand, and it goes back to that conversation we had when I said about the dude with the cup. The undersecretary of defense, like all oh, of you yeah. was that styrofoam cup. Because of the title. Because it's like, the things I'm doing for you is because of your title of who you are in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's certain things that I'm going to do just because you're my wife. Right. It doesn't mean that I like you today. It doesn't mean that we're, we're good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean a whole lot of things. But I'm going to provide and protect for you because you are my wife. I, I cannot like you, not want to fucking say a thing to you, but I, I won't let a goddamn hair on your head get hurt. I'm going to make sure you eat. I'm going to make sure you're good. I'm going to make sure you're satisfied. This and that. The only thing you might not be satisfied with if I'm pissed off with you is emotionally. Because I ain't fucking with you. I don't want my damn cuddles, so we're going to have to work that out. I cuddle you angrily. You know, I cuddle you. I cuddle you. I throw that arm and leg over you. Begrudgingly. Begrudgingly. I throw my arm and leg over you and be like, good night. You be like, baby, shush. Shush your ass to sleep. I love you. Hey, you did that shit like, to me before. <laughs> babe, do you love me? I no. You was like, babe, you don't like me. I love you. But babe, you don't like me. I love you. But babe, I want to know if you like me. I don't give a fuck. I love you because she know I'm a firm. I'm quick to say some shit like I never tell you I don't love you, but I'm quick to tell you I don't fucking I don't like, like you. I don't like you right now. You know what I mean? But the things are going to still happen because. Of the position and the title that we hold in each other's lives, where it's like you're my forever person, you're my divine twin flame, you're my wife. So, the, uh, so a lot of this shit is gonna happen. Don't try and get all soft on me now. You all getting all soft on me on the air? Anyway, <laughs> gun to your head, Tom. I ain't fucking with you, fuck. Gun to your head. She don't even be remember what button it is. This is so fun. That is not Fox. That is not the button. That's probably the button. No, no, no that not that one. Somebody come get her. She's dancing she, like she, a yo, She new to the podcast. Welcome. I want y'all to meet Fox. She hey, brand y'all. new. Hey, you know what I mean? How y'all this is my new co-host. Because <laughs> obviously, she ain't <clears throat> never been here before. I haven't. Oh, did you finish reading the comments while I uh, gathered? Um, Chris said I had Zaxby's for dinner. Mm-hmm. I ain't fucking with him. Sean was talking about wartime code of ethics. He was probably talking about chivalry saying shit I hopped on. Wartime code of ethics. Yeah. Okay. That, opening that goddamn gate because I just came back from war. Exactly, Sean. Because <laughs> I just came back from war. I can't stand it. And ain't nobody messing with that. Oh. Anyway, what else do we have to say? Hey, that was it. Rest, ain't, ain't nothing else in there. People just saying wild shit on different forms or whatever. What else we had in here? Oh, ho, 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 ho. do you have? Mm-hmm. I do got some dad jokes for you too. Going to dad jokes first. Wait. <laughs> so, guys, you know after after the Will Smith slap, I just want to tell. Oh you. boy! So this shit had me rolling. Yeah. Okay. Let me tell you something. <laughs> let me tell you something about the good retired Master Chief Elliot. Who came no, through I love with the Dadgers? Oh, yeah. I sent this shit to Fox, and let me tell you the way that uh, let me tell you something. I said something to my best friend about. It. I was up to like 
Fox is going to cackle so fucking hard when she hears this <laughs> that I'm talking about she about to be on the floor. And it was in the and the dad joke was oh, you still got it? Let me look at Messenger because I said Oh, I three. know it by heart. Oh, well, go ahead and hit that. It was like, what did Chris Rock find on his face? In the next morning. In the next morning. Fresh Prince. I fucking killed myself laughing. <laughs> Yo, she was weak. And I sent you another one today, but it wasn't on that level. That shit was so dope, okay? It was perfect timing. It was dope as hell, okay? I could not help. I shared that with, like, four other people. Oh. well, okay? <laughs> That shit was so funny to me. Oh, my I'm God. I'm going to let you get through these. I'm going to throw a couple dad mm. jokes at you. Okay, get go out ahead, here. Look go at, ahead. Look at Dawn. <laughs> look at Troy over there. Troy, you like that <laughs> Troy shit? heard the dad right, joke. He gave the Come through with Fresh the come through with okay. Prince. Um. Oh my so god. So you you want these dad jokes first? Or you want the gun in your head? Yeah, do the dad jokes first. You want to close out with that? All right. So I told, I sent Fox this one too. It said when women get a certain age, they start accumulating dogs. This is known as menopause. Menopause. <laughs> and then that was funny too. Yeah, if y'all can first see, I was like. I got a couple dogs now. <laughs> Mini paws. <laughs> but <clears throat> well, we're gonna go ahead and get it. Okay, 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 okay. Big homie Jeff come through. All right, Fox. Why didn't the skeleton get a prom date? Because he was dead late. No. Right. He didn't have the guts to ask anyone. Yeah, this is fucking. This is fucking terrible. This is fucking fine. Jeff, Jeff, hold on, hold on, Jeff. You, you want me to say it? Jeff, my dude, Jeff, that was dope. Yo, he got one more. Oh he got one more. You want me to say that one, or you want to go ahead and get it? Go ahead and get it. What happened to the frog that parked illegally? Wait. He got towed. <laughs> I heard that one before. I heard that one before. But At the time, answer. it made me chuckle. At the time. And it made me chuckle right now. Hey. Troy, you got one in chat. What's up? He's Troy laughing said, at it. <laughs> I can imagine Troy over there right now. Good. <laughs> he over there like uh, Dave Chappelle when he was a nutty professor. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, what we got, Fire? Let's get this gun in your head. You got shit All right. Do. You know, I was just stalling because I had the gun to your head and I lost it. So, let's see. I know. I was trying to bail you out. Now we here. It takes too long. I had it, and I have to go back to. Do better and screenshot mm-hmm. it next time. He said, "Stop!" Stop. <laughs> Troy is crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know what the worst part about Troy is? Is I can't really talk much oh, shit to most of your brothers because uh-huh. they look just like you. And Troy always <laughs> the first one to say, it. "I'm like Troy." You know this and that. He's like, "No, I look just like your wife." <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> That's for Troy. Gun to your head. Do it with a cousin or be the one to end the relationship with your one true love. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of cousin? Third cousin? <laughs> Say a cousin. A cousin? A blood relative that you know is your cousin. I got to screw a cousin or I lose you. Mm-hmm. Psych, I'm cracking cheese. Come here, cuz. <laughs> Come here, cuz. Like, 
Hey man, Game of Thrones, they sleep with their siblings, motherfucker. I'm cracking cheeks. Hey, hey, cuz, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hopefully they got the same gun in your head where it's like, you lose the one you love, I use the one you love. Hey, so all this do, I'm gonna just have you on one side of the room, she'll have him on the other side of the room, and just over there like, yeah, Fox. I ain't finna be though. You gonna leave me? So you rather me just leave? I'm doing that in person. That, that shit about to be like, without me. Spaghetti noodle. <laughs> Al dente. I'm be out there with the al dente dick. <laughs> Your boy out here with al dente dick. <laughs> 14 minutes on boil. <laughs> well, get him out of here, man. Oh hey, yo, Joe says, sweet home Alabama. Alabama. <laughs> like M said, my mom coming home to you. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. What you doing? That's very good. Let's uh, hey, 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 what we doing right here? You're cracking. What's up? You getting your cheeks cracked by big cuss? Or you going to do without me? I'm in a relationship and then get back to you tomorrow. No, 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 no. You ain't going to put me out on front street like that. I'm over here with the, I'm over here with the ill incest stick. I'm coming. You, what movie was that when a guy would um he would ask his friend like Oprah Winfrey or Rosie O'Donnell or something? He Oprah. would say something and then the guy would like disgusting. And he, he what would, would you never, do? You're right. He would never answer. What's that movie? Oh nah, that's that's real life. What dudes do? <laughs> and I thought you was better. Oh my god. Kid, don't do this to me. She said, brother. brother. <laughs> Kid, don't do this to me. My big sister in the chat, like, oh no. Hey, what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to do without my baby. You know how much we're gonna spend on that wedding this ring. Look at this goddamn ring. You think about you think I'm about to <sighs> Sorry, cuz somebody. Hey, cousin. Oh my God. Don't tell hey. So what you doing, Fox? It's gone. <laughs> I'm be dead, baby. Dead. You're going to be dead? No, I'm playing. No, I'm going to crack my cousin's cheeks, too. You're going to crack cheeks? Yep. <laughs> Big dick fox. I'm going to bend them over. Bend it over. Whoever, don't look at me. Mother. Don't look at me. Okay? <laughs> bend it over. That's not what it's I'm going to crack cousin's cheeks. That's what I think, I'm going to do. I don't know if you understand how intercourse works. but Listen. Listen. They got dildos. They got strap on. I'm cracking your cheeks tonight. I need to go home with my baby. Love you. I ain't getting my cheeks cracked, so sorry. Love cause. you, though. See you at the next family reunion if we ever have one. No, nah, no, nah, but he's still walking like this. <laughs> 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 Motherfucker look like he walking like one of them Goombas off Mario and shit that be walking up uh-huh. there. <laughs> Don't look at me. Do that shit with the Oculus on. Don't look at Don't me. Don't look at me. Put Pornhub in the Oculus. Stroke. Hey, I'm talking. Peasants. X-Vids. X-X-Vids. Thank you. Or Ghetto Tube. <laughs> I ain't editing this one out. I'm not editing this one out. You on your own. You on your own. I'm not editing shit out on this one. Run it. Porn hubs for peasants. <laughs> so, thank you guys for sitting with us in Uncle Legend's Corner. We appreciate your support as always. If you have anything you want to add to the segment, you want to be on the show, you want to talk, rant, rave, misbehave, hit us up at askunclelegend at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.